with a cane pole in his hand. Like a fool to trim sitting down by the stream. The leaves and two, the corpus bail. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, you get going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on, the ride. Okay. Man, let's do some radio. What do you say? I say light the fire, kick the dials. Come on. Let's do this thing. All right. It's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, 7 to 9 a.m. to be specific. We're here to talk hunting and fishing and whatever else we feel like talking about. Every Sunday morning. Sunday morning. Or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. You can have your friends follow the podcast. We turn this live radio show into a podcast, and you can listen to it over and over and over again. I am so close to bringing in a uh, Alexa, you know, an Echo, like the Amazon Echo, oh, yeah? and being able to say, Alexa. Play the outdoor zone. Oh my gosh. We're one cool. step away from that. Are so, you kidding me? No, I'm I'm we're working on it. Golly. That'll be our next big th- I was gonna surprise <laughs> you, but I might as I'll well. I'll be surprised if you can do it. My <laughs> golly. Go. I mean that'd be cool. Hey, after last night, I wouldn't be surprised if you can't do anything. That was a beautiful ceremony and loved your family and the whole outdoor experience of your daughter. Your daughter, your oldest daughter, I guess your only, only daughter, daughter, getting that married. I of. And uh, that whole process, that was, uh, man, it was a beautiful handoff well, for okay. you. Well, I'm TJ Graney, and this is the Outdoor Zone Radio Show, number one outdoor show on radio, and that's Beefsteak. Oh, yeah. And Cody Ryan is in the house. I didn't miss a beat. No, no. you did not. J-I-F-T, as we call it. Uh, <laughs> but we did spray down your headset, oh, you know. You. With you uh, are purified, yeah, okay, sanitized, good. and realized, and we baptized that whole thing. Yes, yeah. and so, baptized. Uh, yeah. So you did a beautiful job, and I want to congratulate you both. First of all, Dad, for a beautiful send off. I think uh, time, effort, and uh, it was it was very it was noticeable. As to you handing off to your new son-in-law your daughter's heart. You know, it's weird seeing on. I'm sorry, go. Keep going. No, and all I all I wanted to do was, uh, well, that's I'm just wanted to get this out of the way. (laughs) And of course, to Cody, I wanted to congratulate him for uh, standing up and uh, helping his brother realize his dreams by doing a dance off. (laughs) <laughs> and obviously putting yourself in harm's way well, I, out there. Yeah, I uh, I felt bad winning the dance-off against my little brother. Dude, but all I heard in the background in the comment, they're like, oh, we're waiting for something to fall off so we can go pick it up and <laughs> give it back to <laughs> give back to Cody. People were wondering, yeah, what uh, where that came from. But, you know, I greased I, the joints with a little uh, – uh, little extra vitamins that morning, and man, it just it just felt right. Seems so know? natural. I, I think you did. What it. happened was we had a uh, after the father and daughter dance, and the son and mother dance, and, and yeah, all the speeches amazing. and all this. My little brother, I was so proud of him because he he followed through with our plan, 
and put together this little uh, uh, song. He added some little verbiage to this song. <laughs> so my little sister wanted to kind of say, hey, all right, the dance floor's open. You know, everybody, let's, you know, let's go. Let's party. Let's do this thing. And right? I said, no, 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 no. We got this handled. I, we, the DJ's got a CD he's going to play that gets the party started. She was like, what? And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, everybody, are you ready for the two greatest dancers of the night? <laughs> we, we thought, and then you two showed up, and then or at least, yeah. My little brother and I jump out on the dance floor, and we have a little dance-off to get things started. So, you know, it was it was good. It, it, it was funny. The joke was that I had the moves from the 80s while he had the new millennial moves. Millennial. Millennial. And so whoever, you know, uh, if you were older, you liked my style a little better. (laughs) If you were... If you were young and hip and uh, so <laughs> older and you didn't have very good vision <laughs> or hearing, yes, <laughs> I got a little seasick. But you know, other all than I that, heard was sick. all I heard was women in the background screaming. You know, <laughs> I mean, all right. I'd well, turn around and see lighters in the air, and I just wanted to say congratulations, it because you did. I know you did it for your brother and not for yourself. So you put yourself in harm's way. For someone else, and that is always a good as thing. As soon as the medication wears off, he'll realize what he had what, done. What he done. Well, it's on TikTok. <laughs> well, it's gone now, but, you know. Actually, I heard it about 30 different people last night were like, hey, that was hilarious. We got it on video. And I'm I like, the, the only comment I thought was, uh, oh, well, it, make sure you monetize your YouTube video before you post it. <laughs> oh, Let's make some money on this bad and boy. I thought you were going to be a little humbled about it this morning, but <laughs> I guess that's kidding? something different. You know, and Dad, I haven't again, seen a video, so I. There it is, right there. Oh gosh! Oh my gosh! It's real. <laughs> ice, ice I haven't clear. seen a video yet. I. There you are. And yeah. next on the stage <laughs> is Cody. Ryan, Ryan. So yes, little sister, little sister's wedding had a. Uh, we got a uh, a new couple new family members. I don't want to watch it. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get I, seasick again. I, I mean, I already got over that. Take some Dramamine and and everything. I don't want to see any part of no, it. No, it was it was. But uh, they, they had a dance off and and it was a beautiful it was stage. Good. Great ranch, Austin. Ranch Austin. Dot com. Nice place. Nice. It's it's very intimate, um, but big Texas. enough to feel like you're in the middle of a ranch somewhere, but you're right there in town. You know, right on the edge of town. Longhorns right there. Yeah. People were nice. eating that up, man. They were going out trying to feed them cake and stuff. It was kind yeah. of crazy. Yeah. I tell you what else. This week we spent a couple nights out at. Uh, the new property out there in Lagrange, or outside near Round, yeah, the retreat. Retreat. We're going to call it coming soon. We'll explain more on that. But uh, out by the pond, and holy cow, these African sands or whatever they were saying are going to make these beautiful Sierra, sunsets. Sierra dust. Cloud. Oh yeah. And holy smokes, were they spot on with that? The weatherman, first time ever, has gotten something. <laughs> Absolutely correct, but the sunrise sunsets and sunset both and are good. Yeah, just phenomenal. Holy Those cow! Just well, I don't know what it does, but it it's been it's been awesome. Those yeah, sunsets, different colors, purple and. Yeah. yeah. We're not seeing all those colors. I'm seeing them right now. <laughs> <laughs> Leftover from last night. I'm right? just proud. The last two weeks of my life, this is uh, nothing <laughs> compared I'm, to. Actually, your, your, your son, I was going to tell you that I was talking to JM beforehand, and he said, man, my mom and dad are just so chilled. I can't believe it. Everything else in the world, you know, they're they're like right on top of it. So, I mean, just rah. And he goes, they're so chilled. They're just laying back like, whatever. It's okay. Well, so you take enough of those little <laughs> yellow ones. <laughs> oh, God. Everything is chill. <laughs> well, I was, again, I was proud of you. You did a great job. Your whole family did a great job. And uh, your daughter. Uh, and Changed her status on her Facebook now. Yeah, that's what you're going to say. Get yeah, rid of dad. Yeah. Got yeah. rid of dad. Just, 
No, no. I tell everybody, I said, I just got another one off the payroll. That's all it is. It's all good. Well, so, you got one more. One somewhat more off the two. payroll, mostly off the payroll. Yeah. Well, I mean, still mooches <laughs> off your Netflix account. I, I had no. She got her own. What? Uh, yeah. That's, that's when you right. really grow up. Is when you get <laughs> her. Your own her new account. husband got her. Got him a Netflix account. Um. But anyway, nope. Good. The God is good. He does his thing, and uh, you know that was a an amazing night last night. And uh, but there's so much going on right now, and and I look forward to uh, KOZ summer camp. We're going to take twelve boys out to the ranch in the next couple weeks, and spend a week out there training them up. And um, you got one of yeah. our uh, L LITs, uh, Jake, Jake Rodriguez from the old, from the old days, and yeah. It's going to be good. Going to get story. Get some kids outside yeah. and some and you know kind of get back to. I did want to on. present you with something. Yes. Earlier this week, I was. Oh. I went to. Uh, I was driving around uh, or driving into town in Lagrange, Texas, and I saw a sign that said estate sale. About seven miles later, I finally found the estate sale, and uh, man, it was it was a cool. It was a cool estate sale, a bunch of, oh, I know, I know. I, well, I wish I would have been there earlier. There's a gun safe that went for 300 bucks and had never been opened. Like, are you, what? Wow. I, what? I like that. <laughs> yeah, I would have spent twice that to just see what's in it. But uh, anyway, I picked you up something. I negotiated it down to $2. And it is oh, a, it was two dollars. Yes, that was an hour later, right? And, and, <laughs> and uh, it is unopened package of the American Legend John Wayne card set. Uh, oh my god! Full in a tin, a metal tin of the uh, John Wayne players card set. It's never been opened. Don't open. Never it. been opened. <laughs> no, it's what's in here that you. <laughs> oh my god! It's a bar of gold. <laughs> This is the old man kept his money hidden in the bar of gold. <laughs> there you go. Oh wow, they never have. No, no, they're this? unopened playing cards. So wow, no. all John, John Wayne, Wayne playing cards. The all John Wayne. Says, the Duke has his picture in the Duke. Oh yeah. So there Thank you go. Thank you, man. That now you gave him something to worry about. Does he open them and play with them and use them, or does he leave them in that pristine? Made you know, in China. I uh that was a long time ago, bro. They don't make those anymore. It was an elderly you. elderly house and the guy had a bunch of woodworking stuff and all kinds of neat stuff. Um and I thought 2005 their book car oh, vintage. 15 years old. The uh I thought how interesting it would be to buy like all the books off the bookcase. They had a couple big bookcases because you know, I mean, I don't know if y'all have ever done this, but I've stashed cash in books before in a bookshelf, right? And I no, no, no. Oh man, you. Oh yeah. No dude. way. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's I've, what the safe is for. I've now. probably got more money stashing books than I remember putting in the books. That's probably the problem, right? <laughs> <That's not laughs> the problem you know, is when you're wife when you're away and your wife takes a bunch of random books off the bookcase and takes them to Goodwill, <laughs> half price books, <laughs> Goodwill. Yeah, it's like I cleaned up. We'll give you four dollars for that book that has seven hundred dollars in. It. Doesn't that always happen though? I used to in in the days I was traveling more. Every time I went out of town, one of my something would magically break and have to be replaced. My my chair, I had a great oh, big man. 1956 oh, the, the Lazy Boy. And I went out of town and when I came home I'm like, "Where's my chair?" Oh, I went to go have it refurbished. It never came back again. It was one of those. She told refur you refurbished? Yeah, it's like when you take your, your your dog, you know, like, oh, yeah, we took him to the vet, and then he never comes hey, back. You know, dude. That, that's a touching a little close to oh, home. I'm oh, so, come on, I man. You were, <laughs> Holy hey, McBride's Guns <laughs> with society pounding on our rights and, uh, to own guns. It's imperative we support our local gun shops. And the one we trust with our constitutional rights is McBride's Guns. Looking for your personal carry or referral class for one? I had some friends last night said they uh, there was a break-in in their neighborhood, and uh, these people were going house-to-house house breaking in, and they said, that's it. We're going to get a firearm. And I said, well, there's only one place, McBride's sure. Guns. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. 
Uh, call them at 472-3532 or online at mcbridesguns.com. Don't get caught without self-protection. McBride's Guns, our hometown gun shop. Up next, we'll talk a little fishing, a 1,600-mile adventure I just came back from last week. Plus, news of the weird Armed Citizens Report, all that and more. We're just getting it rocking here in the bunker. Catch it live every Sunday from 7 to 9. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Andy Morgan, and I fish FLW, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Welcome back. It is a beautiful Sunday morning. We are live in the bunker. It is the outdoor zone. Yeah, the bunker. We're just a buried bus buried out in the middle of the wilderness on the <laughs> yeah. back of the ranch. Yeah. <clears throat> the bus used to be in Alaska, but they, they brought it the in. The National man. Guard brought it in. Drive forward into summer and Nile Maxwell Supercenter. It's a road trip season, and we have the perfect vehicle for your next adventure at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram dealership in Central Texas. And you can save some bucks with over 11000 off MSRP on a 2020 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab. That is a fine truck. That's the new award-winning Ram with more Best-in-class features like a 12-inch touchscreen and additional rear seating for less. We want to do whatever it takes to get you a great deal on a new Ram, and we appreciate the trust you place in us at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. Just go online at NileMaxwellSupercenter.com. So uh, kind of an interesting, uh, we'll get it out of the way, FLW and Major League Fishing had a tournament uh, earlier this week, uh, trying to fit in all of their tournaments, and and now that Major League Fishing uh, bought FLW the circuit, um, they're combining, you know, uh, entities, I guess. Well, to kind of make up both of them having a tournament, and it, they they put together what's called was a super tournament this past week, and on Chickamauga, one of the best lakes in the nation right now. And uh, they combined forces. They had like uh, 200 and something, 203, 205 uh, anglers. So they took the Major League Fishing guys plus the FLW uh, Pro Tour guys and had one tournament where they paid out 102 spots. And 102nd place was uh, $10,000. So kind of a neat format. Um, cricket. Five biggest fish. Jacob Wheeler, a big name in the fishing world right now, young guy that's been just dominating the Major League Fishing trail, it seems, for, for the last several years. Fished FLW prior to that. Ended up winning. That's his new hometown. Has, he's lived there for several years now. So uh, he knows a lot about that lake, but absolutely smashed him, catching over 20 pounds every day. And, wow. and ended up winning by a margin like over 10 pounds. Oh, my God. So, not even close. It was, a, it was a smash fest for him. But uh, anyway, kind of a neat deal. 125 grand first place. 100 second place, 10 grand. Not a bad payout wow. system there, you know, to go down half the field and – and pay out. So kind of a neat super tournament deal. I think they're doing one or two more of those to kind of get all the tournaments in the rest of the year, and, and uh, it'll be neat Well, to that'll watch. get the guys to show up if they're paying out that kind of money. Well, and, I mean, these guys are doing it full-time anyway. This is – or a lot of these guys, you know, or a handful of these guys, a lot of these guys, this is their full-time career. So it's uh, – you know, it's a it, it's a way for them to get in their their tournaments. And uh, now that we've got things starting to kind of open back up, some of the things open back up, and uh, bass fishing's one of them. You know, kind of interesting. A couple weeks ago, we had talked about it. The Bassmaster Elite Series had a tournament in which was aired uh, live on ESPN two. Being really? that there's no sports and things oh, yeah. going on. Uh, you know, so we're getting a lot of traction. Fishing being the number one 
growing during this pandemic, the number one growing sport in the world, and at least in the United States. Uh, it's you know it was kind of cool that it picked up some traction with ESPN two. You can't find fishing stuff. You go to any of your local uh, tackle shops, any of the, any of that stuff, and you go look in the fishing aisles, and it looks like they're doing a terrible job of stocking the shelves. In reality, one, they're trying to they're trying to get product, which is harder and harder to get right now through all this and because you know, the manufacturing, manufacturing yeah. and and shipping and all that kind of stuff, and 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 so they're slow on inventory receiving inventory, but also people are just buying everything. They're just fishing. You know, it was <laughs> funny. I was uh, I walked into uh, Walmart the other day, and I was going to the back to get, I can't remember what it was. Oh, I was going to go get a seat cover yeah. for the old 95 for Dixie. And uh, and I walked past the bikes and the outdoor section. There, there was maybe three bikes in the bike racks. And yeah. just, you know, fishing and camping gear and all that stuff was just wiped out. Yeah. Yeah. People yeah, it's hard to find stuff any to of do. that stuff. Yeah, that's I, good. I'm Outdoor just stuff. so glad that the uh, – and we'll go, we'll go back to your stuff, but I'm so glad that um, people are getting outside. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care how – I don't care what it is. Get your kids outside. Get yourself outside. It's – Well, going on right now, today <clears> – <throat> is the largest one-day, biggest payout one-day team tournament in the United States, in the world, bass tournament going on right now. It's the Texas Shootout, TX Shootout from uh, Bass Champs puts it on every year. $50,000 for a one-day tournament. They're paying out first place, guaranteed $50,000 today on Lake Sam Rayburn. So if that doesn't get some traction, I don't know what will, but – uh, that 250 boats, five, no, they get like four, 300 and or some crazy number. Yeah. They'll get, they'll get a few hundred, three, four, 500 boats today, That's, uh, fishing for 50 grand, but their payouts are phenomenal, you know, the, on the TX shootout. So, uh, man, don't miss this one next week or, or next year. The world's richest guaranteed open team tournament Fifty thousand dollars for first place. Second place is ten grand. Are they giving away any trucks or? No, boats but they've got anything? a skeeter bonus. If you have a skeeter and it fits all the the deals, it's right. ten grand additional payout. Oh my god! So you run a skeeter, you win the tournament, sixty thousand dollars for one day, one so day tournament. Can anybody get in that? Yeah, or join it. Yes, you join, sign up, and you're done. Sign up. Yeah. Bass champs is that is one. Is it first come, first served, or how did they? Nope. Pull? This is open team tournament. You can sign up, Beefsteak. Wow. You should Put fish Bass Champs calendar. so that I can guarantee that I've got one person that I can beat in the field. <laughs> well, it's one what, less person who, I got to worry about. Hey, we haven't done it. that be? We haven't done our team tournament this no, year. No, we're got to go. You out. and I got to pick one and go out there Let's and do it, man. It was, Hammer some dudes. Yeah. Yeah, y'all fished a tournament last year. That was interesting. Um, we hammered some guys. Oh, yeah, high Corona bump. Boom. Come on, dude. We Man. smoked some guys. We made it back, and the boat didn't sink, and, and we got we, a fish. We beat some other guys. Yeah. So You never weighed a fish Off in, the boat so. ramp. We're, did we weigh fish in? No, you didn't. Because well, you didn't it, have a you didn't have a measuring board to make sure that your well, keepers I, were actually. No, 14. we were eyeballing everything. <laughs> well, my flip flop <laughs> you know, like, is exactly certified for 12, 13 inches. So oh, your flip flop, 12, 13, 11, it's almost exactly between ten and fifteen inches. Uh, I just got back from a sixteen hundred mile run. I thought oh, it was interesting man. to keep track yeah, tell of us about that, the man. mileage. So I started out at Lake Travis. Bass Champs Central event, last one of the season, was on Lake Travis, uh, yeah. I guess, two weeks ago now. Um, you can't even remember, can you? It's all blurry. Well, it, it started blurry there. Blurry for you, too, if you it just had the run he had. Uh, TJ brought my wife and daughter up to that weigh-in, and we hit the road straight from <laughs> weigh-in of the Bass Champs team tournament on lake travis we threw our fish back 
sounds good to say that. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, we didn't weigh in. That's Ooh, right. Yeah, yeah we, they were yeah, too we small. We throw them back. We just threw them back and uh, <laughs> and hit the road. We made it north of Dallas. Got north of Dallas. Got a hotel room. The family and I and. Cody ran in. up and down the halls in the <laughs> yeah. hotel, along with his daughter. It was weird. The yeah. halls were like 90 degrees. Our room was nice and cool, but anyway, they didn't have the AC on in the halls of the it's a corona hotel. thing. Yeah, I guess. It was weird. But uh, so then we hit the road early the next morning, make it to Oklahoma by lunchtime. Uh, my mother is from Arkansas, meets me and the family in at the boat ramp, you know, it's a nice marina or whatever. We meet at the marina. She, uh, We unload the, the family. I offload them into my mom's car. My mom and stepdad take, the, take them back to Arkansas. They hang out for the week while I practice and fish the Bassmaster Open on the Arkansas River, which every time I've been there, there's been an excuse as to why the fishing's so tough. I hear it's phenomenal when we're not there but every time we've been there it's just been very tough mm -hmm. uh so the river i guess flooded out last year i believe we had a event a bassmaster event scheduled to fish there last year but it got flooded out the river came up like 40 feet <laughs> uh it it's an actual working river meaning there's barges that go up and down and utilize that area uh, so there's a locking system. There's, you know, you can fish multiple pools of the water and if you lock through, but it's a gamble because you're you're working with barges and they have priority because they're commercial vessels. And, uh, and last year you had a video, right, of going going through a lock? Wasn't yeah, probably. I mean, I, your, I've done that. Yeah, I've done some that video. That was pretty interesting. But they, but they had the flood last year, which uh, a bunch of the barges – got stuck and pushed up in the trees and in the mud and so then they lowered they drained all the water out of the main section of the arkansas river that we were taken off out of and literally that locals were saying just last year just a few months ago you could walk across the arkansas river that's not good for the uh, riverbed you know good. there's a few holes or whatever that were deep enough i guess to hold a the seven fish that were left in the river, <laughs> but you could walk across from bank to bank on the river because they drained it all because they had to get excavators in there to dig out the barges. Oh, my. You know, that's weird because uh, Lake Travis and Buchanan have been close to that where you could just about walk across them. Yeah, well, Buchanan for sure. Yeah. Buchanan for sure, but, I mean, it, it's... it. So, it's... it, And then... Uh, four week, or, uh, before we got there, the week before we got there, the river had come back up, and it was four feet higher than it was, and then they dropped four feet out of it right before we got there. So, f needless to say, fishing was extremely tough. I found a few fish in one part of the river mm -hmm. that had been consistent. I could consistently go there and get bit. I was still nervous, being that I was relying on a river system, which river fish are notoriously tough anyway and, and change quite a bit. It all dealt with the flowing water from upstream. Every day they would release water from upstream. Well, on day one, just like clockwork, they started releasing water from upstream. It was flowing. I caught some fish. I lost the fifth fish, but I was still up there in the standings, you know, good enough to make a run at it. Day two, I'm sitting there, it's 7.30, it's 8.30, it's 9.30, <laughs> by about 11, and we had to weigh in early. We've got this extended weigh-out thing that goes in from 1, 1 o'clock to 5 p.m. that we got to weigh in now. And so my check-in was at 1.30 that day. By 11.30, I conceded that they were not going to open the gates like they had the previous six days in a row and release any water. And so, so I was fishing the stagnant, stagnant water. And so anyway, um, I fell back quite a bit uh, on day two. But it was a good adventure. Left there from weigh-in again. Drove nine and a half hours to Del Rio to fish two back-to-back -back Bass Champs tournaments Saturday and Sunday to make up and complete the South Region trail of bass champs on lake amistad on lake amistad and man it's fishing fun we didn't do any good we we didn't catch any big ones but man that 
place is fishing it's fun right now. Up. You catch some fish, boy. Woo, top waters and Song. dragon fishing the grass. Song. You can do whatever you want. So that's a fun place. It was good to at least finish with a bunch of, you know, my hands, thumbs knew, were I, bleeding. I, and, I knew you were going to uh, have fun there. It was fun. So. All right, Outdoor Zone, this is Beefsteak. You know, sometimes Cody calls me uh, not, you know, complicated. But if you want simple, you can shop simple with Honda. When you get where you're going in an affordable Honda today from your Central Texas Honda dealers, see all the savings and real selections at centraltexashondadealers.com. All right, coming up next, we've got your outdoor news of the weird. You don't want to miss it. It doesn't get much more weird than this. You get it only one place, 24-7, 365 at the Outdoor Zone. Dot com. Of our own device. And in the master's chambers, they gathered for the feast. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On. Welcome back. It is the Outdoor Zone, the number one outdoor radio show in all of Texas, which in our minds just means the world. Texas is the world right now. Amen. Shore Raw Bar and Grill is the restaurant right now. With everything that's going on in our world and uh, just the need to get out and have a reprieve, a place to go where you can relax, have a good dinner, there's only one place, the hottest new restaurant in Austin, that's the Shore Raw Bar and Grill. Go visit our buddies over there, uh, and and enjoy. The one of the things that I just absolutely love is the uh, selection of oysters. They have Texas Gulf, ginormous Texas Gulf oysters. They have a selection of oysters, and all their oysters and fish are flown in daily. So. Mm. We've been there a couple times. It was yes. funny. I said yesterday, I said, man, we should, you should go there. And you said, Dad, we were just there last week. Yeah, <laughs> with you. We're with you. But, man, I tell you what, they have this pet-friendly patio. You can go out and sit on the patio. They have live music on certain nights. And we just absolutely love this place. It's uh, Shore Raw Bar and Grill. I want to encourage you to go over there. Get a good date night in with your wife. Uh, Rick Wahlberg and Jim Snyder have done it right. Located on Highway 71 West, a covered bridge just west of the Wine Oak Hill, the Shore Raw Barn Grill, shoreatx.com for all the menu information and hours, shoreatx.com, Shore Raw Barn Grill. Go get your song. Now it's time for this week's News of the Weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. So I don't know if you've ever been to New York City and uh, seen the rats. You may not have smelled them, but you've probably seen them if you've been there. Enter the Writer's Alley Trencher Fed Society, Rats for short is what they call it. They're a group of hunting dogs and owners who have been prowling New York's alleyways for at least three decades for rodents. I love this. As a bonus, they're riding the city of uh, Scourge of the Fury Scoundrels. It enables us to do what we do to help out the community secondary to it. The Rats member James Hoffman said, First, it's for the dogs. Second, we help out people. Now these four-legged superheroes may be more helpful than ever. The coronavirus pandemic has forced the closure of many restaurants and community establishments that rats normally rely on for their food. The CDC warned that disappearance of their normal food source is causing rats to become bolder and more aggressive. So with approximately 2 million rats in the city of New York... There's plenty of plenty for the RATS team to pounce on. Many breeds of small dogs were bred to hunt. Uh, when you see a shaky toy, it's actually uh, when a dog grabs a shaky toy and, and it, it shakes it back side to side, then. it's actually its nature is that it's trying to snap the neck of its prey. So 
that's really and, what and it's these doing. are like these are all kinds of dogs like little terriers oh, yeah, yeah and, well that's the thing yes yeah. rat terriers hence the name maybe i don't know yeah, i'm sure uh, i'm sure uh Anyway, it's it, it's interesting. What what I thought was interesting on this, we've talked about the rats in New York before, and the issue that they are, and mm-hmm. that they can be as big as small cats, and and they and they have different groups over the years. That you know, they had some guys who were out using pellet and BB guns at one point. Yeah, but these guys have been around for a while, for decades. Yeah, yeah. and they and they've got and these. They're awesome. They go out at night and hunt these rats. But I thought it was interesting that. They're saying that they're becoming more and more of an issue because I didn't even think about the restaurants not being open where they're, they're normally scoundering, yeah. you know, through the dumpsters of all these leftovers and everything. Well, now they got nothing. So what do they, you know, what do, where do the they go? Small children. Well, they're going into, I guess, getting into more buildings and houses, you know, deeper, and people's deeper into the city, right? People's yeah. uh, living quarters and. So they're uh, they're out in full force at night with their hunting dogs chasing giant rats around. I, you know, what a weird life! You cannot go if you're from Texas. There are certain places you cannot go right now. They don't want you there, and New York's one of them. Oh yeah, they don't want you to fly into New York. No. And, uh, well, it's got a bad rap, right? Because they're saying, "Oh, we opened up too soon, man." When people come down here for visit visiting, what do they do? You go. Uh, ask That's the problem. Cody's Cody's had the perfect. Cody Ryan had the perfect deal the other week when he said, "Go to Bucky's and look at the license plates." <laughs> you got every quarantine city in the country is passing through Bucky's right now. Yeah. We need to build that wall. They're going to a free I'm state. Telling you Build that. that wall, and I'm talking like over the Panhandle wall. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> all the way around, like down a Red River, you know, over the Panhandle. Amer- uh, Texas is one of the few states. I don't know if other states are like this, but I know Texas. We have our own power grid. Yes, we yes. don't suck off of somebody else's. We teeth. do, but we could if we wanted to contain our. We own. could. We could shut down the borders and just be Texas, and I would be. But, and I saw I saw Let's a, do it, man. Let's I get saw our some deals the other day, uh, social media posts where people are saying, "Okay, we're this whole Seattle thing. We're out of here. We're going to Texas." <laughs> and people come here because, you know, the problem New is New York City too. I heard the real estate market is just as good because people are moving from New York to get from the clutter of the people, the you know, just everywhere uh-huh. to Austin where they could live. Problem is, they're bringing their politics, you know, from yeah, and California their policies, and, and, yeah, and yeah, then that's mindset, like the blow dart and the uh, and the squirrel, the other day. Remember when I sent you that? Yeah, I mean, come on, you should have heard the rhetoric on there. Uh, people, was that the next door app or whatever? Yeah, saha. Yeah, and a lady was in like, your neighborhood. A, and... Yeah, the, there was a squirrel that someone had shot with. She said it was an arrow, but it was yeah. a blow dart. And it was through the neck and kind of out of the ear, and it was still running around. You know what? That squirrel that, looked dead that's, in that tree. That squirrel it wasn't is dead. a California squirrel, and they do those piercings, and they do all that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have thought nothing weird that. about that. I wish I would have thought about it and put it on. But, you know, people are going, oh, traffic. That's a California and, squirrel. And the wildlife center, get them to, and they're like, they won't come out and get anything. That's animal rescue. You know, call 311. You could take something to them. And other people are going, I'm sorry, ma'am, but uh, I, know, I know all your Bambi lovers out there. You're going to hate me. But squirrels chew wires. They get into your house. They are literally tree rats. I have, a lot I have of problems. A, They're I cute, have, fuzzy-tailed rats. I have a very. So that's hence uh, your story, you know. I have a very prominent friend who is a uh, pastor and oh yeah he is on a mission to kill a armadillo that's destroying his yard it comes from the green belt across the way and it's destroying his you know yard. we put up two and cameras he is you got pictures i i took i put him through the whole thing of how to set him up how to pull him out go look at him man he was on him it was like five thirty in the morning doot, doot, doot. here's the dillo <laughs> Here it is. It's going in the dirt. I'm going to get. He tried so hard. He was telling me, like, did you talk to him about it yet? We no, it, can't. You're giving too much away about who this is. This is highly top secret. Oh, I'm sorry. It went a little bit too deep. But 
trying to trap it, right? And it won't go in the trap. It's one big old, uh, I, I probably uh, just a big old dillo. That's all he could capture on the camera, and it won't go in the trap. He keeps he I built told him he, you, he I, built lumber little things because on YouTube it told yeah he told watched all these videos. <laughs> on how to get him He's like you gotta go trap. to YouTube and look at that. And that's a big trap. So I sent him this one preacher thing. using his early morning praying time Talk about to instead watch it, YouTube videos. He's not videos. getting any hey, peace, you. I'm telling you. That armadillo <laughs> got him up the wall. <laughs> so I want to tell you one one mouse story before we go out. In the old days, um, back in the farm, we used to go in the corn crib. And in the corn crib, uh, that's where you'd push down. They'd put in full ears of corn. Is that where it, they keep you? Well, they did when I was nine years old. I would it, those beefsteak. It's time for bed. Get in the corn crib. <laughs> <laughs> so what would happen is those you had to push them down. It goes into a grinder and it takes all the ears or the corn off the ears. Shusk you just get cobs, right? No, not just. You're actually ear. You know, taking the corn or kernels off. Okay. After they're dry, call it right? kerneling. This. <laughs> That's how they did it in the old days. Now they got dryers and, you know, all that. But you used to put them in a corn crib that had slats. Well, that was notorious for getting rats or mice in there that would eat the corn. So they would send us in there because it would get stuck up at the top and you'd have to push the corn down. They're like, get up in there and go, you and your cousin, get up in there and you go push all that corn down. Well, I was in there and my grandpa came in and he would bring a 410 with him and he would shoot rats or mice off the side, the ceiling, or whatever. And my cousin was standing there, and he was pushing corn down, and a mouse, a very large mouse, ran right up his jeans, up his leg, and to his thigh, and stopped there, and he was screaming like, ah, help, help. My grandpa came over, and he grabbed that thing with his fist, and he went, <laughs> and he just squished it. Inside of his bridge. Inside that of his bridge. That is how you and raise a boy <laughs> right there. He's like, all right, it's done. And that's about all he said. That is how away. you raise a boy right there. Oh, man. Now, I learned a lot of lessons on that day right there. We should send that lady that called the blow dart a an arrow to archery country to learn the difference the difference. why it makes a yes. difference. Yes. Whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk, whitetail, bear, game, or... Uh, around the country archery country is the place to get your gear if you're a recreational archer shooter or just interested in archery there's only one bow shop in central texas that has the gear and knows the bows that's our friends at archery country one of the fastest growing sports in the country is archery in central texas there's only one true shop how about a crossbow? Archery Country has the best brands, all the gear to get you up and hunting with a crossbow. 8121 Research Boulevard. You can visit them online, austinarcherycountry.com. Coming up next, we've got your Game Warden Field Notes. You get it only one place, the number one outdoor radio show in all of the world. It is theoutdoorzone.com. And I hope that judging flies. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on the Outdoor Zone. All right. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So happy to have you tuned into the Outdoor Zone. My name is TJ Graney, Cody Ryan, Beefsteak here. Oh, yeah. Road Rash, ranch hand that gets here ahead of us and makes sure everything gets going. Hey, you know, out at the uh, Lazy G, at the at the farm, yeah. Or, you know, out at the ranch when we're out at the ranch, or even here at the bunkhouse, there's only one place we go to get the gear we need to operate the land and that's farmranchstore.com farmranchstore.com has everything you need for the ranch or the or the deer lease or the property whether it's a small piece of property or a large piece of property livestock fencing for cows horses sheep goats wildlife fencing including the high fencing for deer they have all the stay tough tools so you can get your installation done they also have the boar buster hog traps funny 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 Beefsteak. What? Which part? Uh, Cody Ryan. Uh, Did he buy some? His family, the girls, were driving out to out towards the farm, 
and uh, they were real close to the farm when 40 hogs crossed 40. the road. 40? <laughs> right. We had right. never seen hogs. Nobody's, nobody uh, talks about many hogs right there in our immediate area, but apparently they actually got video of the last few running yeah, across. Yeah, big. See, prayer, big. prayer does get answered. So <laughs> boar, boar buster hog traps are in uh, in your near future. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all the cattle, cattle handling equipment, horse dogs, round pens, everything you need, dog kennels, fly control, misting cooling systems, everything you need is at farmranchstore.com. Go visit our friends at farmranchstore.com where they got one acre, a hundred acres, or a thousand acres. They can help you. Farmranchstore.com where the landowner goes to get their work done. Now it's time for this week's Game Warden Field Notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true Game Warden Field Notes. So I thought it was interesting. Uh, normally we give you a report from here in Texas of what uh, the Game Wardens uh, produce these great stories. Uh, right. That, brothers that come and out, sisters. yeah, come out regularly about uh, different interesting scenarios that they come across as they're out protecting our wildlife and our our wildlife areas, the waterways. And um, but I thought this was interesting. It came out of Georgia, but it really pertains worldwide. I mean, realistically, worldwide, the article goes into how it affects the world. Hunting for game wardens: a shortage of conservation officers threatens wildlife. So nationwide, worldwide, not nationwide, worldwide, there's absolutely actually a shortage of game wardens of or conservation officers worldwide. States are facing significant shortages of conservation officers who help protect natural resources and wildlife. COVID-19 could make it worse. In Georgia, there are just 213 game wardens to infect to enforce state fish and wildlife laws, investigate violations, assist, assist with conservation efforts, and collect data on wildlife, ecological changes across 16,000 miles of rivers and 37 million acres of land, public and private. Statewide, 46 counties have no designated game wardens at all. Dude, that is the wrong state to have <laughs> a shortage of game wardens. I mean... We have a lot of family in Georgia. That's why I can say that. We've spent a lot of time in Georgia. I We are partially Georgians. and uh, No, we're not partially Georgians. We're generational Texans. Yes. But we do have family We there. have roots and in we Georgia. Love, and yeah. we love Georgia. We love our game wardens there. But I can also say that if they needed to shoot another deer to feed their family, they'll shoot three to feed their family <laughs> in one day in one day and there's 46 counties that have used one tag yeah. oh. there are no tags oh, it's we, we uh, 46 <laughs> 46 counties uh do you know, not have a game warden and so they're saying that it's harder and harder to find these game wardens and and have game wardens you, I, I, either they're just not training them or they don't have the funding because i i would be that would be a dream job. I would I would kill to be a game warden in the state of Texas. I mean, I just love State of Texas is kind of its own its own Man, that they're anomaly. called they're state I mean, police. Yeah, they're it's it's a little bit uh, I think I don't think Texas is having a problem. Um I think this is more nationwide in a lot of other states. And then, and then worldwide. Well, I mean, got, in Africa, they're having trouble oh, well, finding conservation officers to they, protect the they, poached they, animals. They've and, been struggling with trying to figure Africa out. If they, you know, if they use the model that's been, I mean, there's SCI and those guys. They go over there with millions and millions of dollars to try and help those countries, you know, navigate how to protect their wildlife and all that kind of stuff. And you know, some of those are just corrupt countries where money is just money and it's not 
you know, they don't have those kind of views on things. And we've been there, right? So. Yeah. Environmental crimes like poaching, overfishing, illegal dumping, threatened ecosystems uh, without adequate patrols can lead to... Illegal uh, dumping. That makes me so mad. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Uh, without adequate patrols can lead to declining wildlife populations, disease spread, increased invasive species, erosion, contaminated waterways. I mean, you look at... Where this could go without regulation, without people protecting those areas. And, I mean, it really is scary. It's scary that, uh, that, it, could, that it could get to that place. In California, we often talk about our, um, that one state that we have here in the United States called California, <laughs> uh, where um, illegal oh, cannabis cultivation sites are throughout the forest. Well, your wildlife officers are the one typically find them being they're the ones in the woods are yep. doing you know flyovers and they're do, you know looking at all kinds of stuff well they find these cultivation sites that are the problem is these cultivation sites what they do is they clear out all, everything that's there the you know native. all the native stuff to right. plant these you know pot plants and and then you're losing some of that so if you don't have enough people protecting that and shutting these things down then they're clearing more more and, and more of these native lands and the, yeah and the chemicals and all the stuff that they do the mis- yeah. and and those are in in the brilliance of the California legislature they made uh, pot legal and you can buy it on there's a little store on every corner <laughs> And they still have these people because of all the regulations on the legal stuff. Oh, yeah. The illegal guys are making more money, and they're busier than ever before. And the exact opposite of what they thought would happen. So according to these guys, I guess it's because of the shrinking budgets, right? Yeah, a big part of of it. It's always money. Wages. And I'm talking to game wardens. They, uh, They spend a lot of hours in the field. But they get to kind of regulate their own hours, which is kind well, of well. Texas and I think Texas is a different than a lot of other areas. So it's it could be different in a lot of other areas of how they regulate their time and all that. But anyway, yeah, I just thought it was an interesting yeah. uh, uh, and view on conservation officers and and the shortage that we potentially we, could be seeing and the effects. We love and believe in our game wardens Amen. and their job, and we uh, yep. we respect them and. We want to support them, as we do any law officer, blue, gray, blue, tan, or green. Is that what it is? They're, well, they're uniform. Drive I'd into summer by shopping hundreds of new Acadias <laughs> for thousands less at Nile Maxwell GMC. Whether you shop online at NileMaxwellGMC.com or in-store, get more savings with 0% APR for 72 months on the new 2020 Acadia with flexible uh, available third-row seating, smart side slide second-row seats, and Acadia's interior adapts to your family's ever-changing agenda. So don't miss out on your chance to save now on new GMCs with 0% financing for 72 months on select 2020 GMCs or shop hundreds of new GMCs like the Terrain or Yukon, both of which come with thousands in savings. See us for details. Niall Maxwell GMC, exit 256 in Round Rock or online. NiallMaxwellGMC.com. We are professional grade. Man, we'll, it's a beautiful morning. It is. Amen. Amen to that. We will have a whole nother hour of your favorite outdoor radio show coming up next. Catch us 24 7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com.